Hey everyone, and welcome to the Unlocking Growth Show, the podcast where we help businesses unlock the next level of growth. I'm your host, Gary, CEO and co-founder of Whale, a solution that empowers teams with the knowledge and training they need to succeed. As an entrepreneur, I understand the challenges of scaling a business, and I'm excited to share my insights and those of my successful guests from around the world to help take your business to new heights. So sit back, relax, and get ready to level up your business game with Unlocking Growth. Welcome back, everyone. With me today is Tom Bronson, who wrote the Maximize Business Value Playbook. Since we're all about playbooks, Tom, we're very excited about having you on the show today with us. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Tom, let's dive right in. If you had 60 to 90 seconds to introduce to the audience what your playbook is about and who it is intended for, what would that sound like? Awesome. So I've been a serial entrepreneur. I have owned a hundred businesses in my career and I never get into a business without first understanding what my exit strategy is, because in my opinion, exit strategy informs business strategy. So the playbook is actually my second book. It is a successor to maximize business value, begin with the exit in mind. This one, the first one is really a journey to walk business owners through why they should be thinking about their exit strategy long before they think they should be thinking about it. But book number two, the playbook, which is the one we're going to talk a little bit about today, is 65 specific things business owners can do to build long-term sustainable value in their business. And so it's meant to be like a workbook, if you will. It's not meant to be read cover to cover. It's got 65 things. If you want to talk about finance, it's organized kind of by by section. If you want to learn about how to improve your business on finance, you go to that section and pick through the chapters. They're very short chapters, two to four pages each. And It's designed for a business owner like me who doesn't have a lot of time to sit down and read a thick tome about business. And so I wrote it for people like me, any business owner to help build value in their business. Okay, perfect. So this is not at all for specific business owners in a specific like industry. It's basically anyone who runs a business and at some points wants to maximize the value when they exit. Yes. And let's face facts. A hundred percent of every business on the planet will ultimately transition. We have an expiration date. And so every business will transition, some of them by design, some of them by default. And wouldn't it be better to design your exit strategy and be able to maximize the value of your business? Every business owner dreams of the day that they'll be able to sell their business and retire on the millions of dollars that come flowing in. But the unfortunate fact is that only 17% of attempted transactions reach the finish line. My book teaches you how to to get ready and how to make sure that you're in that 17% club of business owners that can successfully sell their business. Fantastic. So, Unfortunately, we don't have the time to go through the 65 strategies that you outlined in your book, but that's obviously a call to action to later on go and grab it. But what are some of the, maybe your preferred strategies that you'd like to share with our audience today? Sure. I've got six things that I really want to talk about today. And that's starting with, first of all, 
think about what your options are. Think about all the different options that you have for exiting a business. Most business owners think, I'll stick a sign in the yard and eventually we'll sell to somebody who is interested in my business. There are all kinds of ways to transition a business. And by the way, they all have different tax consequences depending on what country or what, if you're in the U.S., what state you're in. Mostly the tax consequences are federal here, but there are tax consequences in every country where you might sell a business. So think about what your options are. Do you want to sell internally or externally? Internally could be I'm selling to my family, to my managers through like a management buyout, or I'm selling to my employees through an employee stock ownership plan. Or an external, which means I'm selling to an individual or to a strategic buyer or to to a financial buyer and understand kind of what the different buyers mentalities are and what drives buyers. But most importantly, each one of these different strategies has a different tax consequence. Make sure that you have thought about this in advance, understand what type of a transaction you're looking for because that will help inform you on your business strategy. So that's number one, consider the options. Number two, I really encourage business owners to plan for their success. Find out what your business is worth today. Most business owners have no idea how businesses are valued or or what their business specifically is worth. So I would encourage you to find out how your business are valued or how your business is valued in your sector, how people look at businesses in your sector uh, or your industry, and understand what your business is worth today. Because if you understand what the business is worth today, then you can figure out how to achieve the result you want. When we first engage with our clients, we do evaluation on their business and we come back and we tell them, okay, we think your business is worth 2000 or 2 million. Uh, and they'll look at us like deer in the headlights and go, oh, gee, I thought it was worth 6 million or 8 million. How did you arrive at that? It, emotion does not drive business value. Business value drives business value. And so find out what it's worth and then figure out how to increase that value to achieve the outcome that you want. And by the way, don't do this alone. That's number three. Build a moat around yourself. Surround yourself with great leaders in your business. It is more important probably to make really good hiring decisions for a small business than it is for a big business. Big businesses can absorb mistakes. If you are hiring somebody to be a general manager in your business or a sales leader or an operations leader or even your HR leader, your finance leader, make sure that you're hiring the right people that share your vision, that share your culture uh, and can drive your business long term. But also, don't try to do this alone. There, Surround yourself with external professionals as well certified or chartered accountants, attorneys that understand business law, find a value advisor, find a, find, I find that business owners that, that bring on coaches to help them run their business just do so much better than those that don't. So item number three would be really build a moat around yourself and surround yourself with the right people, not just people, the right people. Number four, I want to talk about risk. There's risks in any business, 
one of the first things you should set out to do is mitigate those risks. So what kind of risk am I talking about? The easiest thing to identify would be customer concentration risk. Let's say that 50% of your revenue comes from one customer and you own that relationship with that one customer. Nobody wants to buy that business because you own the relationship. And if that one customer left after you sold that company, the business is worth half what it was worth. So mm -hmm. figure out customer concentration and figure out how to eliminate that. You want your customers to be no more, any individual customer to be no more than 10 or 15% of your top line revenue and your bottom line revenue. And you should be able to identify both of those things. I give you some hints on that in the financial section of the playbook. So identify that concentration risk of not only your customers, but think about concentration risk of your suppliers as well. If you only have one supplier for a particular item or product that you're selling and there's no backup suppliers, what happens if that supplier goes out of business? What happens when you have a global pandemic and it shuts down the entire world and your supplier can no longer manufacture whatever it is that you need? Figure out how to solve that problem before it's too late, because I promise you this, any buyer will identify that potential risk and will, will it will reduce the value of your business. The other risk that I want to talk about is something that I think is perhaps the number one reason why businesses are not transferable. And that is owner dependency. If your business is dependent on you to operate day in and day out, and you're a small business, your business may be worth nothing. Because if something happens to you, the business value goes, drops like a rock. It doesn't go down, it drops like a rock. I'll give you a great example. Just a month ago, I got an, a call from an attorney who represented the estate of, of a business owner that had passed away and his family wanted to sell it. And by the way, the, the business owner had died like six or eight weeks before. I said, well, who's been taking care of the customers? Who's been running the business? Nobody. Guess what? That business is probably worth nothing. Those customers have already gone somewhere else by now. And so what I like to ask business owners is we don't plan for accidents, but accidents happen, right? What happens if you're driving home tonight and something happens to you and you don't make it? What happens to your business? What happens to your family? If you can't answer that, oh, nothing happens, it's going to be fine, we've got a plan in place, they know what to do, then you've got some work to do on owner dependency. And the way I like to test that is go take a three-week vacation. Go take a three-week vacation and don't call or email the business at all. Don't talk to customers, don't talk to employees. If you can do that, you are on your way to eliminating owner dependency. So that is so important. I don't, I can't emphasize that enough. Now, uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about, I've got two more if we've got time. That's perfect. I want to talk about relentless execution. To me, that is essential in any business. Relentless execution to me is 
stepping back and looking at your business like an outsider would look at your business and then work on your business and not in your business. Okay. So the big difference is if you come in and you're taking orders and you're talking to customers and you're, what I like to say is stirring the sauce. The reason I use that analogy is because at one time I owned a restaurant and some days I would go in and stir the sauce, right? Because I'm working in the business. I'm actually taking orders from customers. I'm greeting customers. If you don't spend at least a day a month or a day a week working on your business as opposed to working in your business, then you're not relentlessly executing. You've got to think about where where am I taking this business? What is my strategic plan? Where am I going? The business should not just be a job. So many business owners own their business and it becomes just a job to them. We'll stop that. Relentlessly execute, build value in your business, work on your business and not in your business and stop stirring, stirring the sauce. And the last thing that I really want to talk about with business owners, and this is why business owners should be thinking about their exit strategy long before they think they should be thinking about it. It is not like selling a house. There are some similarities to selling a house. For example, If your house is in disrepair, if your house is like mine and it's 25 years old and it's the same carpet you had 25 years ago, if you're going to sell that house, you're going to put down new carpet, you're going to paint the walls, you're going to, you're going to dress up the house and make it look nice. You need to do that in your business as well. Think about those things long before you go out to sell your business. Think about the things that you need to do to improve the business, to bring up the value, to to dress it up. First impressions mean a lot. What does the business look like? If a buyer comes walking in the door, is it going to be an impressive business or is it going to be something that they go, oh, I don't want any part of that. And so think about those things and work on them long before and know that. Once you're ready to execute, once you're ready to go out and sell your business, it's going to take 12 to 18 months in order to do that. So this is not a decision that you make spur of the moment. It's not a decision that you make at the last minute. You think about this long in advance. It typically takes 12 to 36 months to get a business ready to go on the market. And then 12 to 18 months to sell it. So just do the math. If you're planning on selling your business in three to five years, you should have started last month and get working on that and start thinking about that. So understand that the process takes time. Surround yourself with the right people. Think about your strategy. Plan for the success. Consider your options. Those are the things that I think are most important for your audience to hear today. There is so much, there are so many elements in here that resonate with a lot of the reasons why whale exists as well. By the way, fun fact, here in Belgium, one of the really only real 
tax benefits we have is when you sell your business, you owe 0% to the government. So it's 100% in your pocket. So it's one of the only really big benefits of starting a business in Wales. Everything else gets taxed to the max, like employee tax, like 50, 55%. You're paying a lot along the way. But once you're ready to sell, it's all for you. I'm convinced. I'm moving to Bruges now, and I'm going to open up a business in Bruges because I think it's a beautiful town. <laughs> Perfect. No, a lot of this makes makes sense, Tom, that building a mode of leaders, I like a lot. Getting the right expertise also at the right time, like having people who are familiar with like mergers or acquisitions and help you guide through that process identify the risks. You mentioned one that we talk a lot about as well, which is owner dependency. We often talk about if your business is founder dependent, it's going to be way less valuable than if it is process dependent, because it means that if you were, like you said, going to hit a car, hit a tree with your car and you die tomorrow, is the business going to keep running or is it going to fall like a cardiac to to the ground. Documenting obviously how you do what you do and systemizing your business to become process driven is really one of the purposes of why Will exists. Execute relentlessly is something we speak a lot about as well. Work on the business instead of in the business. It always makes me think about Emit. I think it's like the one story that keeps resonating with a lot of people. If you've never read Emit, it's all about how to remove yourself from really starting a business and then turning into an employee, like you said, Tom, but keep building basically on, on your business. Just and because you own a business does not mean that you're an entrepreneur. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and understanding the process, I've been lucky enough to go through the process of selling a business before I was starting this one. And it does take a long time. There is a lot of due diligence and hoops and hurdles to be taken. So come prepared, make sure you are willing and are capable to invest the time into going through the entire process. Tom, this was absolutely fantastic. I would urge everyone to go and find the 59 other tips and tricks in here in the playbook. We'll definitely link the the book and where to get it. I'll be one of the first ones to order it, Tom, because whilst I'm not looking to sell anytime soon, if I've got my math, I've got about five or six years ahead of me before I even start thinking about it. So maybe I should read it now. Um, it was a pleasure having you on, Tom. Hope to talk to you soon. Thank you so much. If you love the show, feel free to leave a review so other people can find it. Also, check out our blog for additional resources. Just sign up on usewhale.io slash blog. Until next time.